All right, wake up, everybody. It's another For All podcast live from SPCA Tampa Bay at our tiny For All shelter and tiny studio in Largo, Florida. And don't forget about the pet hospital down in St. Pete. A lot to cover today. We're going to be talking with one of our great volunteers about Adopt a Rabbit Month. We're also talking about one of our partners, or talking with one of our partners, the OCC Roadhouse about Pet Adoption Sundays, and then you'll also meet our new hospital manager, Holly McKay. But as always, we start out with Barking News. Hoo-hoo! Barking News. It was big Barking News last week because we had our livestock pocket pet promotion, and the community came through. And so did our staff and volunteers at the numbers in front of me. 96 of our shelter animals were adopted last week. That's almost twice as many as we normally have. I mean, that was amazing. We had a pigeon, a quail, a chicken, two pigs, two peacocks. The peacocks, once the promotion started, were gone within the first hour. That was amazing. I'm still trying to uh, figure out where you keep the peacocks and stuff because we do have a lot running around where I reside, the bigger peacocks, not the ones that are like two months old. Two ducks, 16 dogs, 21 guinea pigs, 21 rabbits, 28 cats. You can see all this information on our great website and also our social media, which by the way, if you're not following and subscribing, that's what you need to do right now and scan the QR code on the side over there and uh, pop over a donation. What do we have right now? The livestock pocket pet promotion ongoing through Sunday, but we also have dogs and cats. Right now, cats, 51, including a cat named Laverne. If you've been watching a lot of our podcasts or listening, you know I like to just bring out the names of some of our animals. They're so awesome, whether they are uh, names that came over once they were uh, surrendered at our intake office or our staff renames them. Did not see a Shirley, but I did see a Laverne. If you see a Shirley, pop it in the comments and, and uh, we'll be gladly uh, to uh, recognize you. Dogs, Roxy is still here with us. Five months, folks. Roxy is an outstanding dog. She has been our Rowdy's Dog of the Week. Loves to go outside, loves people. Obviously going to the Rowdy's Dog of the Week uh, game. Uh, she is used to being around other animals and other people and big crowds. And being here five months, remember one of our mantras here, $25 a day to take care of one animal. Add that up over five months. If I have my numbers correct here, I think that's $3,750. That's a lot. Uh, 44 other dogs, including uh, two of our fan favorites on social media, Zeus and Bruiser. If you're a fan of our social media, you'll see how one of our volunteers took Bruiser out uh, a week ago, and he just had a great day at the, the doggy beach. And again, we have uh, 21 critters. So if you missed out last week when we opened today at noon on July 13th, uh, Wednesday, or at one o'clock, uh, we do have more rabbits and guinea pigs. We even have a rabbit named Soldier Boy. Not like from the show on Amazon, Soldier Boy on The Boys, season three. Uh, this Soldier Boy is spelled a little different. So talking about rabbits, it's time now to turn it over to Camille Harkenrider, and she has one of our outstanding volunteers 
that will tell you everything you need to know about rabbits. I'm here with Shelly, our rabbit extraordinaire, and she's going to share with us today a little bit about rabbit care and our friend Todd. So Shelly, what can you tell us about Todd? Todd is um, what we consider a roux, a red-eyed white rabbit. They're very common. They There's a New Zealand roux, there's American roux. I believe he's an American roux because the New Zealand ones are a little bit bigger. Um, they're known for their sweet personalities. A lot of people are a little bit freaked out by their pink eyes, but once you have a roux in your life, you realize how beautiful they are and how sweet they can be. They're known for some of the best temperaments. That's great. Yeah. Well, I have gotten to know Todd a little bit over the past week and he seems like such a sweetheart. He's really coming out of his shell since he arrived here. He was a little timid at first, but he's definitely, you've been working so well with him and I know I can see a difference. Um, so on that topic of what you do here at the shelter, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do for our rabbits and just how you got involved with SPCA Tampa Bay? Um, so I, I do the, um, I'm an adoptions counselor for the small animals and I also foster for them as well. Um, I found a calling to the SPCA because I really wanted to work with small animals and there's not many places that mm -hmm. um, adopt out small animals. And I have a passion for rabbits specifically and a lot of people don't know a lot about rabbits. And I just felt like, I feel like they're the underdog of the, the pet world. For sure. So I feel like people need, they need us to educate more people on what great pets they can be. Yeah, that's great. Oh, you do such a good job. I know that we heavily depend on you to <laughs> educate the community and to care for them, provide all the awesome enrichment because that's a big part of what you do. I know from what I've witnessed, you come in here, you give them all the awesome treats and toys and make sure they have lots of things to keep their minds busy. I'm a bunny slave, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so what can you tell us about why rabbits make such good pets? Well, I think that they make really great pets because first of all, they're quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, that's probably my number one reason, but also they're really good for the average person who is working or in school because their busiest time of day when they're most alert and awake is dusk and dawn, mm -hmm. which is called crepuscular. <laughs> kind of a mouthful, but um, they kind of chill out and semi-sleep mm -hmm. most of the day. So um, it's not the kind of pet you feel like you're neglecting when you're gone eight hours a day at work. Yeah, that's a and good point. They can be litter box trained. Uh -huh. You don't have to be home at a specific time to let them out like you do a dog. Um, I just think that they are the most un one of the most underrated pets. I think a lot of people don't understand um, them very well because they're not mm -hmm. very vocal. I think that's one of the biggest things because you yeah. know cats and dogs know how to beg. When you learn rabbit behavior, you learn that they beg also, mm -hmm. but um, it's not real obvious. You have to be patient with them. For and sure. my husband, if you ask him, he says, um, 
when I asked him what, why he thinks rabbits make good pets, he said because they're unexpectedly um, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, because once you get to know them, you realize like they are very, very curious by nature. They're really interactive. They show happiness by doing a little run and jump called a binky. Um, <laughs> when they do that, there's not much better in the world. That's awesome. Yeah. So that leads me to my next question. What pets do you have at home? I have four rabbits and a dog right now. One, just one Aww. dog. We, had, we lost one over the summer. But um, yeah, we, we tend to keep a full house. <laughs> <laughs> and they all get along and they all play together or they kind of have their own separate spaces? Well, so my bunnies, I have, um, they all live in the house because because I think that's important. Mm -hmm. um, they all have, two of them have their own bedroom, which was a uh, COVID thing. When we were quarantined, we converted one of our spare bedrooms into a bunny room. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> if all the bunnies could have been in there, could be in there, that would be great. But you can't just like throw bunnies together that don't know each other. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a pair in there and then I have two singles that I'm trying to bond slowly. Right now they're kind of frenemies. They they want to be friends, but then they like to box each other between the gates when it's, <laughs> the other one is in their area. One is completely free roam because mm -hmm. he doesn't chew or um, destroy things like some rabbits can. You have to be careful. They can destroy your furniture. Um, they eat your baseboards. But then you do have the occasional rabbit that doesn't do any of that. It mm -hmm. uses his litter box like 99% of the time. That's awesome. So, yeah, it makes it really fun. So how do you litter box train a rabbit? Is there a good way to do it? Um, it's pretty, it's, I believe that litter box training starts with um, getting them spayed or neutered. Mm -hmm. Because until they're spayed or neutered, you're, they are going to be in a constant state of marking their territory. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing that I love about um, that SPCA is um, majority of all the rabbits that go out get spayed and neutered first. Yeah. And then um, what I typically say is you get a hay box uh, or litter box. It's kind of big, something they have to kind of jump into. Mm -hmm. um, and you put the, you have to use rabbit friendly litter. You put hay on top. They jump in there, they learn like that's where they eat their hay and they go to the bathroom. Most rabbits tend to go into the bathroom in like one quarter of the box and eat hay off the other. Um, and I start with a smaller area when I'm litter box training. You don't want to give them the whole run of the house because mm -hmm. that makes it confusing. They're going to run yeah. around marking everything. Right. Or if you keep them in more of a pen like this, um, start with one pen and then... Um, put the litter box in one area. And if they keep going outside of the litter box in a certain space, you move the litter box over there. If you mm -hmm. have to add another litter box. Yeah. And then once they learn this is their potty area, then you can start expanding their space too. I see, gotcha. Yeah. But after spay and neuter. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> great. Very helpful. So my last question is, what advice would you have for a first-time rabbit owner because I know we have an adoption uh, event going on right now for our pocket pets and a lot of people might be motivated by that to come in and get a rabbit for the first time but they may not have done all the research they may not know what they're getting into so what tips would you have for those people that have never had a rabbit 
Well, my first tip is research. Mm-hmm. But like you said, sometimes people come in and they might ha- not have done that yet. Um, but after research, I say supplies at the very minimum. You need to take home a rabbit with a space you can contain them in. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge proponent of um, cages because cages you have to reach in to pull to get them out. Mm-hmm. And that's scary to most any animal when you have to like put your hands in. You That's why I like the open pen idea because you could get in with them and sit mm-hmm. on the floor and let them come to you as yeah. opposed to you dragging them out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize like, all these cages that are marketed for rabbits, most of the time they're too small. Yeah. The real reason why they are marketed for rabbits is because they are expensive mm-hmm. and stores make money off of these um, cages. This is going to be about a third of the cost of a cage mm-hmm. and it's much better environment. You would want something taller than this because as you know, they can jump. Right, right. Um, but um, I think that you need to definitely be prepared with at least being able to contain them in a certain area, mm-hmm. have litter, have hay, a lot of hay. You can never run out of hay. Um, obviously, food, people can pick up on the way home if they had to. But my favorite adopters are the ones who already have all this yes. when they come in in the first place. Definitely. But And also note that, um, like with any pet, get a rabbit because you want to not because your young child thinks they're cute because i think that is a much better um scenario people might get them because they look cute and cuddly for their five-year-olds and um that's fine provided children are taught not to pick them up because mm-hmm. they don't really love to be picked up. So they're not like the ideal pet for a young child. But at the same time, I've met many people who've come in here who've kept in touch with me, who've adopted and used it as a way to teach their child how to properly yeah. be around them. Right. And I love it when I see that. But that comes from the parent wanting the pet first, not right. the other way around. Right. So. Well, and a lot of people also don't realize rabbits live a long time and yeah. they're, they're a long commitment. So... I, I think that's um, another big thing people need to consider well, yeah, on top of that. I think the sad truth is I think a lot of us have that story of when we were younger, we had a la- rabbit like live to be a year or two. Everybody assumes that rabbits don't live very long. It's because we didn't know how to properly take care of them. Yeah. You know, 20, 30 years ago, the internet wasn't as common. Right. Um, You didn't have the resources like you do now. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody thought rabbits only live a a couple years when Mm -hmm. realistically in the right environment with the right diet um, and love and care and exercise, they need that too. Um, Eight to 12 years is average life expectancy. Yeah. So kids get grow up and they go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Usually don't take their bunnies with them. (laughs) Well, Shelly, is there anything else that you would like to share with our podcast viewers today about rabbits? Um, come talk to me. I'm here (laughs) usually Wednesdays and Saturdays. uh, Most Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, I think one-on-one time um, researching as much as you can and talk to as many people as you can. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been involved with rabbits for going on 10 years now and I'm still learning. Yeah. And you can never learn too much, but be prepared to 
have it be a pet as um, an interactive part of your home, mm-hmm. your family member, not a bunny that lives outside by itself because that's yeah. not the best. But they're, they are, as you can see, they're lovable <laughs> creatures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Shelly, for You're joining welcome. us today. And Thanks for having me. Todd is available for adoption. We have an adoption uh, wave going on right now for all of our pocket pets. So right now he does not have an adoption fee, but we do recommend you do all of your research before coming in to meet him or any of our other pocket pets. Make sure you've got all the right supplies and know what you're committing to when you come in to adopt. Back to you, Eric. All right, thank you, Camille, and thank you, Shelly. Shelly was helping me out with members of the media last Thursday. I know she mentioned she was here Wednesday and mostly Saturdays, but uh, thank goodness she was in our pocket pet room to help us out with uh, not only the rabbits, but also some guinea pigs as well. All right, if you have some music, crank up the doors. We're headed to the OCC Roadhouse right after this. All right, welcome back to the For All Podcast. Natalie, how are you doing? Good, how are you, Eric? Thanks, Eric. We are down in the pasture with Wilbur. This is Alexis. National Puppy Day, and our special guest is the mayor of St. Pete, Mayor Ken Welch. How you doing? Well, we have an interview that we have recorded earlier with the OCC Roadhouse, so let's hear it. Welcome back to the For All podcast. Our special guest is Mackenzie Overton of OCC Roadhouse, which OCC stands for? Orange County Choppers. Orange (laughs) County Choppers. How close is OCC and SPCA Tampa Bay for those folks listening and watching right now? 10, 15 minutes. We're right up there off 49th, so it's not far at all. Maybe 10, 15 minutes tops. And how did we get to know each other? Because we've started these pet adoption Sundays. Yes. And they are very successful thus far. So far, so good. So we, um, Paul is very into the animal world. He rescues. He actually is the vice president of SPCA Hudson Valley up in New York. Yeah. So he's very into the animal thing and all that. So we just kind of said, let's kind of piggyback off of it. I love animals. You love animals. Let's try and do something fun once a month. So the first Sunday of every month, we have the dogs come out and the animals come out. We do an adoption. We got tons of vendors out there and it all kind of just fell into place. We contacted you guys and we're like, Hey, are you guys interested? And you guys were like, absolutely. So perfect. (laughs) And they have a great facility as well. I mean, if you go on the website, you can view view all the food and everything. Talk a little bit about the venue itself if you're not there for 
pet adoption Sunday? So it's a restaurant. Um, obviously, it's a great restaurant. We have really good food. And then we have a huge pavilion out in the back. So it's actually a big covered pavilion. Um, we've got the big ass fans in there that go through. So it keeps it cool. Live music. We've got two stages, a little stage and a big stage, a big bar that connects to the inside bar so i mean it's it's a great venue it really is it's we got a ton of space a lot of space to do a lot of different things and we are kind of like let's take advantage of it we have the pavilion nobody the dogs aren't going to get too hot and let's kind of yeah. see what we can do and it, it worked how many how many dogs would you say people bring out on their own their own pets? oh god well for the adoption days we get tons of them almost everybody that comes brings their pet but even not on adoption day we allow pets outside so they'll sit at the bar with their pets we have a guy who brings his bird in all the time mike and spike so they come in all the time um we what have a kind of birds he's a uh a macaw he's a macaw okay. yep so he's a blue macaw or i think he's a rainbow do they macaw. talk he does a little bit. Yeah, he's he's not as yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He sits on the guy's shoulder and just chills at the bar. It's so funny. We have another dog who comes in all the time. His name is Bane. He's kind of like our our mascot dog. He comes in all the time. He knows where the treat counter is. So he comes up to the counter and he sits there and waits for his treats from the girls. Everyone loves him, knows who he is. So you said mascot, but does OCC, the roadhouse there, have their own pets that are the non-mascots? We, we don't, no. We don't have any, like, house pets or anything like that. I wish we did. That would be awesome. Um, but no, we don't. That would be cool if we did, though. <laughs> and you were telling me an interesting story about your own pet, I guess, before my, we yeah, started Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. He air. was my pet. Well, <laughs> first of all, I want to clarify, anytime somebody's on the program and I talk with people about our podcast, they're like, ask the people more about their pets and everything. I'm like, I do, but, but sometimes people don't have pets. Right. And sometimes they do and you kind of do and, and don't. Yeah. So I have a, a I have had a I had, I don't know what you want to call it, a cat and he lived with me, but I live in a pretty small apartment and I'm not home very much. I, I work all the time. So we got out one day and the neighbor found him. He went over to the neighbor's house and um, kind of readopted him from me because the neighbor is this old guy. He's retired and he lives there and he just leaves the door cracked open all day long. So he goes in and out as he pleases. And with me, he he was on like a feeding schedule. Like I fed him twice, three times a day. And that was that. Well, with Ron, he gets to just eat all day long. Ron just leaves food in the bowl for him. So he's put on about 10 pounds um, and he just chills at Ron's. I can go over there and he'll be like chilling outside sometimes. I so walk now the up, cat's like him. Garfield. Yeah, he just does his own thing. And I'm like, okay, I can't even be mad about it. You're like, you're living your best life over there. So, and I can go visit you when I want. So I guess it is what it is. And Mackenzie said earlier, before we started doing the, the live podcast stuff, I need a new pet. And I'm like, well, yeah, right well, I'm in the place. right place. So it works. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'll just find a new kitten. <laughs> we still have about uh, lately since the summer started 140, around 150 oh, wow. plus. But so the, I have plenty of options. <laughs> the, the latest uh, livestock promotion pocket pets really helped us because we had almost 100 adoptions. Oh, that's week. awesome. That's incredible. But when you have, I want to get back and, and refocus now to the uh, to the roadhouse when you have these pet adoption Sundays about how many folks are coming out compared to any other events that you have? So we have about 35, 40 vendors that are pretty consistently coming out. And then I would say, God, at least a couple hundred maybe close to a thousand. So we've only done it twice. Um, and I would say every time we've had at least probably five, 600 people out there. So it's been a pretty good turnout. 
So being here in the Clearwater, Tampa Bay area, where else is the OCC Roadhouse? Is there an expansion or? No, right now we're the only one. Yeah, we're the only one in the area. And I don't know if anything is going, if there will be another one. But as of right now, this is, this is it. And they're every first Sunday. Yeah. So Pet Adoption Sunday is every first Sunday of the month. Free, but bring your appetite. Free, bring your appetite, bring your pets, bring your good times. <laughs> uh, not just dogs. Anything. But, but yeah. So uh, yeah, they, we had the first month out there, we had a big like reptile thing out there. So she was, um, it was an information booth, so you couldn't adopt them or anything, but she had a bunch of cool things out there, a bunch of reptiles, bearded dragons, things like that. Now I know for us at SBCA Tampa Bay, we do not bring our animals because we are so close yes. to you. I mean, if you go on our website while you're there and talking with our marketing and or development team, you can just mosey right on over here. Right, and right. And it's perfect because your people are there so they can ask questions, they can figure out, you know, they can get any information they want on animals. And then all they have to do is pop on over here and meet them and I guess finish out the paperwork and call it a day. But you also help us with fundraising because you yes. have raffles, contests. Can you talk a little yeah, bit Yeah, so we're those? doing raffles every single week. Um, we do a, a yappy hour. So our proceeds from the drinks that we sell through the yappy hour, um, we give to you guys. So what we do with the yappy hours is the drinks match the dog treat. So if you buy a drink, you get a dog, a treat for your dog. So that's the one thing missing from this. We should have had some drinks. Right? I mean, <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, you're talking roadhouse. Right now That's we're getting hungry. We're getting thirsty. <laughs> Any favorite uh, food? Oh, I love our pizza. That and people I, should try. I love our pizza. All of them are really, really good. They're like flatbreads. They're amazing. And I love our beet salad. Our beet salad's amazing. And if they're not coming to Pet Adoption uh, Sundays, when else can they head out to the roadhouse? To see Any day of the week. Uh, so Mondays, we don't have entertainment. And Tuesdays, we don't have entertainment. Wednesdays, we do line dancing. And then the rest of the week is like, yeah, line? We do line dancing on Wednesdays. Yeah. So we have a, a band and a D. Uh, People still do. Line dancing. I know. I didn't think so either. But they do. They come out and they there's a lot of them, like a couple hundred. Is it still like the uh, the old western bars where they'd show the line dancing yeah it's like it's and it's now. i guess a Not little bit of everything music. but a lot of it is like that older line dancing you know from back in the day um but yeah it's super fun and then thursdays fridays saturdays and sundays there's always live music Okay. Yeah. And for those wondering, when she said the line dancing, I did the look. It was not the look like, ooh, I love doing that. Like, <laughs> There's still such a You're thing. You're not going to come out on Wednesdays and line dance? <laughs> well, you see it in all these older You do. Movies, I know. You know like, I remember doing that. And I'm like, oh, okay, like line dancing. Cool. But it has a huge turnout. There are a lot of people that still love to line dance. Anything else, Mackenzie, to share about... Orange County Choppers, the Roadhouse. That's it. Come out. We have great entertainment. We have a bunch of local and not local bands that come out and play. We have really great live music. I will say that. Um, great food. I love all the things on the menu. We had a little retail shop in the front. You can come get all your fun attire and everything. And then come out to Pet Adoption Sunday. Bring your fur babies out. And bring them out all the time, not just on Pet Adoption Sunday. And it's an easy Google search to find out more yeah. information on the website. Yeah. We're about 10 minutes from here up on 49th. We actually share a parking lot with Burt's Barracuda Harley-Davidson. So if you know where that is we're right there check out the bikes right head up hit the bikes right and the museum it's a, yeah it's a one-stop shop get it all <laughs> awesome thank you thank you yeah of course thank, thank you, you. thank you for having us Sundays. yeah we're super excited thank you for working with us and doing it with us it's turned out great so far all right when we come back we're going to meet our new hospital manager holly mckay stay with us this month
All right, welcome back to the For All Podcast. Natalie, how are you doing? Good, how are you, Eric? Thanks, Eric. We are down in the pasture with Wilbur. This is Alexis. National Puppy Day, and our special guest is the mayor of St. Pete, Mayor Ken Welch. How you doing? Welcome back to the For All Podcast. My name is Eric Keaton. It's time now to head to St. Pete and meet up with Amanda, who has our new hospital manager standing by, Holly McKay. Eric, I'm Amanda. I'm here at the SPCA Tampa Bay Veterinary Center, and we are here today with our brand new hospital manager, Holly McKay. So we're going to introduce Holly and learn a little bit more about her. So uh, I am originally from Minnesota. So um big snow girl, not really, um, moved to the South about 10 years ago, loved the heat, um, and decided to start my career in the veterinary field after graduating um, my bachelor's degree in healthcare management. Um, I've been as a practice manager my entire career in the veterinary field. Um, I have a husband, I have six grandchildren and one on the way. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. I also have two Boston Terriers and a Chorky. Yes, do tell us all about your animals. We'd love to hear about your pets. So my first Boston Terrier was a, my, my I lost my dog. He was my bo- a oh, boxer. I'm sorry. And so I was moving to an apartment and I needed a new boxer. So I chose the Boston Terrier. Um, a mini boxer. <laughs> a mini boxer, exactly. His name is um, Don Vito Corleone oh because he's got the jowls of the Godfather. Um, my next one was a rescue from Louisiana, and her name is Lady Lou Ferrigno. She was coming from an overbreeding population. She was born deaf, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who Lou Ferrigno is, but he played the Hulk. She looks like a Hulk. She was deaf, hence Lady Lou Ferrigno. Oh. Early on, she um, developed uh, early onset blindness. We were doing sign language. We did a cataract surgery on her. She can see again. She's got a brand new life. That's wonderful. Well, it sounds like they found themselves in the right home. Yes. And my baby is Hefner. He was a one pound surrender, um, close to death. Took mm-hmm. him hit, took him in, and now he is a two and a half, six pound Spitfire. <laughs> so why did you choose SPCA Tampa Bay? So I think the community involvement really, I'm, um, I love the St. Pete area. So the community involvement with SPCA was really drove me to it. Um, the secondary piece is just really the teaching piece. Um, we are at a point after the pandemic where um, we're losing uh, veterinary staff. Um, it's in high demand um, and we're able to train those people so that we can raise that up and take care of more pets. Absolutely. So what is your favorite aspect of working here at SPCA Tampa Bay Vet Center? Um, I would have to say is watching the team develop and grow, knowing that they're going to either stay with us and and make a great team or go out into the veterinary world and help more pets. That's been, to me, the best part of working here. Absolutely. So if you could offer one tidbit of advice to pet owners, what would that be? I would say, don't trust Dr. Google. Always trust your veterinarian. And if you 
question anything at all or, or can't afford it, find, find a place you can afford, even if it isn't here. There are financial institutes out there that will help with pets, um, things like that. It's just really important that your pet is safe and that you are doing the right thing for them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking with you and you. so nice to have you here. Thank you. Thanks so much. It's back to you, Eric. All right. Thank you, Amanda. And nice to meet you, Holly. Great advice. Don't trust Dr. Google. How many times have you been to your personal physician and they said, ah, you got that from WebMD or something else? I think one of the first things it tells you on WebMD or Dr. Google, as she was mentioning, is go see your own doctor first and then all the other stuff. I know it's hard. Sometimes we don't follow that advice because it's easy to read it or watch a podcast like this one. Okay, so we do have more episodes coming up and we have more parties and more get togethers with the community coming up. Just wanna let you know that today is Prime Day in case you didn't get the, the memo. That means you can go on and place us as your favorite charity and whatever you buy, some of the small percentage that you pay will go to SBCA Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies, our event's uh, coming up. We have a game July 23rd. We will see you there. Also, besides going to the OCC Roadhouse, we also partner with other organizations, especially when they have Yappy Hour. And folks, it is hot outside. So this Saturday, head on over to Big Storm Brewing Company. I believe it's from one to four when they have their Yappy Hours. Some of the proceeds from those draft beers will go back to SBCA Tampa Bay. And hot off the press, the Rays and the Rowdies have announced their dog days. So place them on your calendar September 18th and September 23rd. And as we talked about earlier in this podcast, the Adoption Sunday, the next one coming up, if it's the first Sunday of every month, it's August 7th. Okay, let's hand out some Rowdies tickets. <laughs> Well, it's a adopt a rabbit month. So our social media question had all to do with rabbits and it was on our story. The question was true or false. Rabbits can be litter box trained. We heard Shelly earlier. That's true. They can. 100% of the participants got the answer correct. Holy cow. 60 folks answered through the story. It wasn't a regular post. I had to be paying attention on the story. I was not paying attention. I kept looking for the post, but that's just me. Let's see who's going to win. Contact our team, message them through the app, whether it was Instagram or Facebook, and pick up your Tampa Bay Rowdies tickets. I believe they send you a link, and then you're able to sign up and attend a Rowdies game. So thank you, Tampa Bay Rowdies, and thank you for watching the For All podcast. Everybody contributed for this fantastic episode. Matt behind the scenes, Amanda, Camille, our great... Uh, volunteer Shelly and our guests Holly and Mackenzie. For more of our episodes, remember, go to your favorite podcast provider, download the audio file, 
and keep subscribing to our YouTube channel and Facebook for the live video podcast. My name is Eric, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.